Andrew Pitkin here on KNEM KNMO on an update program as we're talking with Will Tollerton. He's the museum director at the Bushwhacker Museum. And Will, thanks for your time. Thank you, Andrew. Good to be here. Absolutely. And so we'll just get started just talking about the museum as a whole. It's been in season for kind of around three months at this point. And so just how's it been going, flowing people through there and, and teaching them a little bit about the area? Yes, we've had pretty strong visitation this summer. Uh, the museum opened for the 2021 tour season on May 1st, and we had a good Bushwhacker Days turnout, some really uh, interesting traveling exhibits that came in, fun programs, uh, musicians, historic musicians and folk singers, and uh, Civil War cannon, miniature cannon that came down from the Battle of Lexington. So that was a great event on June 12th. And then in July, we hosted a special tour of the historic William Joel Stonehouse uh, here in town and had about 100 people turn out for that. So that was excellent because that was our first program back, like public program since the start of COVID. I'm also interested, too, because you mentioned that you you get contacted or you contact people to get things like that, that canning coming in and different things like that. So how do you I guess how do those things come to your attention? Is it just kind of a, a whole mixed bag of how you figure out how to get these things to the museum? Yeah, a lot of it's networking. Uh, I go to museum conferences and I've been in the field for about 10, 12 years now. And it's surprising in the history field, like in a state like Missouri, it's really a rather small community. So you see the same people. Uh, I used to work in Jefferson City and I still run into people at conferences in Kansas City or Springfield who I worked with 10, 12 years ago. So you just kind of learn things. And I like, I mean, I like museums. So I travel to other museums and historic sites and I meet people and I see things that programs they have going on. And then I either uh, borrow or steal their ideas or invite them and say, hey, this is really cool. Could you come down in my museum and, and do this for me? Really cool. So another thing that was interesting was the bicentennial quilt was in Nevada, I believe, last week, actually, pretty recently. And so uh, I guess what exactly was the response from people and, and was it a good turnout for that? Yes, we had an excellent turnout for that. The Missouri Bicentennial Quilt was put together by the State Historical Society of Missouri and the Missouri Star Quilt Company in Hamilton. And it's, it was a special project, really a piece of artwork to commemorate Missouri's 200th an uh, anniversary that's coming up next week. And it's traveling the state uh, on tour. And we were uh, given it for two, just two days only last week, Wednesday and Thursday, which wasn't very long. I really wish it could have uh, stayed here in Nevada longer. But uh, we had about 100 people turn out uh, to see it on a weekday. So I'm really pleased. <laughs> for your historical eye that you have as well, I guess, what really stood out to you about the quilt? Well, some of each quilt block represented a different county in Missouri, and there's 114 counties. So each county was, people were invited to create an image, you know, on this piece of fabric that represented their county. So like for Vernon County, there were images of agriculture, barns, cows, and then also the uh, Civil War symbols like, you know, cross swords and pistols uh, to represent the uh, Civil War battles that took place here, the burning of Nevada in 1863. And then there were some other counties that were just, they were just really neat. I mean, really a iconic buildings, perhaps people, uh, faces of people that uh, were famous from there. So uh, it was just, just fascinating to see all 114 blocks I and mean, each one, some were really delicate and intricate and they all had a deeper meaning. 
So that's the Bicentennial Quilt, and so we'll move into the Bicentennial Ice Cream Social and Celebration that will be happening actually statewide, but obviously we'll have multiple sites uh, within the state. And so Vernon County is doing something, so what exactly Mm -hmm. is that? Yes, the Missouri Bicentennial Commission has invited communities all around the state to have a birthday party, basically, to celebrate Missouri's 200th anniversary, and that'll be on August 10th. So each county can register for one, and I've registered Vernon County for a special, uh, the ice cream social will take place on the Vernon County Courthouse lawn, south side, on Tuesday, August 10th, 6 to 8 p.m. We will have free ice cream and cupcakes to give away to anyone and everyone who comes. There'll be a bluegrass concert, two bluegrass bands. Uh, The first one's Blackberry Winter. They start at 6 p.m. And then the Porsche Corner Band is a local Vernon County area band, and they'll start at 7 p.m. and go till 8 p.m. Speaking with Bushwhacker Museum Director, that is uh, Will Tollerton here on your KNEM KNMO update program. And so sounds like a lot of fun and sounds like something that a lot of people could enjoy. And so uh, I guess what would you say are, are the, the is the main attraction that you're looking forward to? Well, I think the Blackberry Winter Bluegrass Band is uh, definitely a highlight. They are fairly well known regionally. They were actually featured about 10, 12 years ago. There was a, a movie called Winter's Bone. It was one of Jennifer Lawrence's first movies uh, based in the Ozarks and they were the soundtrack for that movie and it was a big Hollywood production so uh, they're very good they're very well known they've never been here to Nevada before so I'm anxious to hear them I think that'll be an excellent one and then of course the ice cream I mean you know who doesn't love ice cream I love ice cream and this ice cream is actually coming from a Missouri made from a place called the ice cream factory in Eldon Missouri and it's the same ice cream that um, the uh, new bistro on Cherry Street uh, carries. So many states obviously are are new to to the United States. And so for Missouri to hit that 200 number, just how significant is that in general? Yeah, that is significant. Uh, Missouri was the 24th state to join the union. And, you know, so that makes puts it in the first half of, you know, the 50 states uh, 200 years ago. So it's not one of the original 13 colonies, but uh, definitely one of the early ones. Now, it's the biggest significance that usually Missouri pops up in history is it was created as part of the Compromise of 1820, which anyone might remember from the high school history class was one of the first big kind of national political compromises having to do with the issue of slavery. And the basically what it boiled down to was Missouri was going to be admitted as a slave state because uh, slavery was was legal here at that time. And that would have unbalanced the political, the careful political balance in the United States Senate of slave versus free state. So they compromised by allowing the state of Maine to enter at the same time. And basically, and they were a a free state in the North. And from there on until the Civil War, states were always admitted admitted to the Union in pairs. So uh, a a slave state, a slave owning state and a free state. Uh, So that was a very significant thing. And it was kind of one of the early precursors, rumblings of the controversies that would end up resulting in the Civil War in 1861. What as well, if anything, are some of the things that you're still looking to tie up and and get ready before Tuesday, before this ice cream social? Well, I'd confirm really the advertising, getting the word out, because, you know, uh, even though I'm sure a lot of people would like to show up for free ice cream, if they don't know about it, they're not going to show up. (laughs) So uh, we're hitting that hard, uh, getting our flyers up, doing our interviews, uh, newspaper articles and so on. 
on. So really pretty much the advertising. And then also we're going to be uh, pre-scooping all the ice cream. Uh, some people are, of course, understandably concerned about uh, the recent spike in the COVID cases. So uh, for sanitary reasons, we are going to pre-scoop all the ice cream into pre-closed uh, containers that we will simply pass out that evening along with the cupcakes. And who's on your team as well that's helping you accomplish uh, you know, such a big celebration? Yes, the Vernon County Historical Society is partnering with the Nevada and Vernon County Chamber of Commerce to sponsor this. Uh, but we've also had support from, of course, the uh, Brickwell Bistro has been very helpful. Thorpe's Appliance is supplying a chest freezer to keep the ice cream from melting. And Walmart has also been generous in making some donations. And, of course, the uh, Nevada Tourism uh, Commission has also supported this. So I really appreciate all that uh, generous donations. And then there are a number of uh, civic clubs and groups that have gotten together to help bake cupcakes and uh, volunteer to serve ice cream and so on. All right. Well, well, anything else that you'd like to say as we wrap up here? Yes. Uh, I'd like to remind people that, of course, it's Tuesday, August 10th, 6 to 8 p.m. on the courthouse lawn, south side. In case of inclement weather, if we have a thunderstorm roll in, everything will move to the Nevada Community Center at 200 North Ash Street. So the North Gymnasium is a nice big space. Won't be the same as being outside. I hope we can keep it outside. But if we have a thunderstorm, we will move the concert and the ice cream social into the uh, community center. Also, please, everyone, bring a lawn chair if you want to stay and eat your ice cream and listen to the concert. Of course, we won't have any chairs provided, so people need to bring their own lawn chair if they want to sit down. Oh, and the Nevada High School cheerleaders will also be providing. They'll have a hot dog stand there. So if you want a little something more substantial for your supper other than ice cream and cake there will be hot dogs available you mentioned the rain plan is to go to the community center i kind of wish it was the bushwhacker jail but might not quite be enough space in there. i don't think it would be no no I, i'm hoping for a good turnout so we we definitely need a large venue <laughs> that sounds good well well thanks so much for your time as always yep you're welcome andrew that's will tollerton he's the museum director at the bushwhacker museum right here in nevada talking about that ice cream social coming up on tuesday august 10th it will be from 6 to 8 p.m on the vernon county square this is your knem K update program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.